You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome into a Tuesday edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904 is the phone number if you'd like to jump in with us this morning. Our Twitter account's at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. The email address for our show is Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone and you can take us with you anywhere you go. Also on the app, there's a chat button up in the right-hand corner. You put some information in, it'll send us an inf- uh, basically a text. Uh, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say we've had lots of people messaging us, messaging us already this morning. So yeah, so I'm use checking. that, use that. Uh, Noah will check it and uh, he'll bring it to our attention when something comes in. Pressure-treated pine from Yellowwood, Great Southern. You're going to build that fence, the deck, the pergola. You want to build it to last. There's only one choice. Use Yellowwood. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. You're going to build to protect against rot, fungal decay, and termite attack. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. Nick Saban yesterday did not have a press conference here, but he was up in Birmingham, I believe, at a quarterback club speaking. So we have... Uh, some of the information there and what he said uh, will play throughout the show. Normally, we have Kevin Skarbinski at 7.30, but Kevin had a problem this morning. So, no guests the first hour. So, we'll need your phone calls, 205-342-9904. But Tom Hart will join us at 8.15. With that being said, I'll pass it up to Dad. Good morning. How are you? Well, I thought somebody else came on and gave the scores and so forth. I can't figure out what's going on. We we have a, they do, do a Fox we are a Fox affiliate now, yeah. and so at the top of every hour, they just give a Fox update. It's a yeah, they didn't, t- so they decided not to today. No, they did it, but I just don't know. I don't know. I didn't listen to what they said because I was getting ready. But. Well, it'd be nice for me to listen since I got to do it. Yeah. Uh, the Rangers are in. Um, I don't know if it's been said or not, but I'll say it again. Diamond, Diamondbacks and Phillies play at 7 o'clock tonight on TBS to, to see game seven to see. Uh, who who wins that should be very very interesting to see uh, a lot of football all week at night if you're interested in football at night New Mexico State and Louisiana Tech tonight Liberty and Western Kentucky six thirty um, so all week you've got something uh, Kelvin some someone has been caught uh, not caught but uh, arrested for DUI my opinion is if you get if you get caught for DUI you need to you need to spend a year in jail. One year, and that would stop some of you goobers uh, drinking and driving. So that's my opinion. Uh, quarterback at Texas, Quinn Years, Weirs out. UCLA's quarterback has got problems. Um, Brandon Miller is, of course, in the wrong. I guess you some people have seen this suit, the wrong, wrongful death suit against him. He's included um, by the mother of, of the girl who lost her life. 
uh, Purdue. Uh, uh, Zach uh, Eady uh, is said to be first team all SEC. I'll all uh, Pac-10. I mentioned that since Alabama's playing them. Uh, Boogie Fan uh, uh, picked Kentucky. Uh, Indiana was in it. So was Alabama. Uh, those three, and it came down to Kentucky yesterday. Um, I, I I probably just I probably said this wrong the other day on another show, but the guy had, had, that in, at Michigan uh, had bought um, for thirty games had been at thirty games for the Big Ten had bought dozens of tickets um, over a three year period. Now he's back in his office trying to to you know decipher everybody's signals and so forth. But if he makes that, he's got other, he has to have other people. If he's buying that many tickets, he has to have other people help him. Uh, no doubt about that. If, if that's the case, so uh, that that could lead to Michigan uh, if it's taken care of between now and the end of the season. Uh, it could it could keep Michigan out of the Final Four, and they've got probably a Final Four team or close to it. The only thing, I, other thing, I'll mention. Uh, is not not this weekend, but I will mention it for the next weekend. This is this is this is Saturday week, folks. Not not this Saturday. Alabama and LSU will be a six forty five game, where you generally think it's two thirty. It's on CBS, and the Missouri Georgia game will be the two thirty game on CBS. So make your plans, and then Vanderbilt will play at uh, at three o'clock on the SEC Network against uh, excuse me against Auburn. So, in case you need to, to know that, outside of that, um, I guess we got callers coming in. But I've got a question that I want to ask our callers to call in about uh, after Barry says what he wants to say or has the callers come in. Uh, we don't have any calls in yet. Uh, okay. I do want to talk a little bit more about the Michigan thing. He did. You're right. By 30 tickets, he bought tickets on both sides of the stadium, uh, so he was behind the. Home bench and had somebody across. They, uh, one of the Big Ten schools said they pulled the surveillance cameras up and whoever was in that seat was filming on their cell phone the sideline, uh, the entire game. Uh, so, um, they had bought tickets. He had bought tickets for the Ohio State Penn State game and, Oh, just out of coincidence, whoever bought the tickets didn't show up uh, for that particular game. He bought them in his own name. Uh, so, and he's all the tickets he purchased are around the 45 yard line, pretty low there. I think Michigan's got a real problem here. I <laughs> do, too. Be honest with you. I uh, do, too. I agree. It's, uh, you know, you can't go scout in person. It's pretty elaborate. This guy's, uh, there's pictures of him on the sideline with a, you know, the play chart in his hand or whatever, so he's looking for whatever they're so I, whatever they're calling, I guess, over there. And uh, you know, when you watch it on TV, people say, "Well, you can get their signals all the time." Well, you're not always getting to see the sideline, so filming the sideline, uh, then going back and really breaking that down. Um, I, I think you're right. I think you've got a big problem. Yeah, they could literally, literally. Rule them ineligible, uh, and like you said, and hold them out of the Final Four. Uh, yeah. Jim Harbaugh, what's he going to say? This guy's paid by Michigan. He's got an office there up in. It'd be like one of Alabama's analysts 
going and doing that. I don't well, know. Well, behind this, and I made a statement that was stupid. I thought I thought the guy had just been to one game, but uh, you know, I, that's not correct. So uh, Jim Harbor probably knew about it, but kept his mouth shut. Or I don't know if he knew about it or not. According to how closed mouth people are, but most people are not closed mouth. Yeah, pretty much. Unless right this now. guy, I don't know what he did game day, but. Uh, Anyway, when you have responsibilities, I mean, obviously you have to be at the game, and so you can't get to other Big Ten games and be at your game. So um, this is given to the defensive coordinator, who in the box can pretty much uh, tell what's coming up uh, offensively in their sets. Uh, So the defensive coordinator can adjust his settings with his team to go against a certain play that they've been running all the time. Uh, they've got that charted. They've got that chartered, fixed, and handed to him, and uh, and so that that's pretty dangerous. I think that gives you an advantage in the offensive. Not so much offensively because you don't know what they're going. You know, they they do different things defensively, but uh, you can you well could know where where they are defensively. Um, we got several callers that call in, and I want you to call in if. if you, not today particularly. I want you to think about this because it's going to come up uh, with me next week with some people. Let's say that you are you are the coach of one of the 16 teams that are in, in next year's basketball just because we got an open week. You tell me what kind of basketball schedule you should have to make it fair for everybody. Should it be 16 team, all 16 teams? Uh, you got 15. You got to figure out 15 schedules now because you've got your team. Or should it be two eights? And um, what's the best way to do the two eights? And what's the what best way to do the the, the 16 teams? Uh, if you're interested in that kind of stuff, um, you may not have anybody call in, but I think it's an interesting question and a very difficult question to figure out. Yeah, you're talking about uh, how to play the conference schedule. Uh, I guess football is talking about doing a – you play, what, eight, seven teams and rotate one. Uh, Is that right? Uh, Yeah, you play seven every other year. Or you have three permanent. uh, How is it going to be in football? Is it one – Permanent. Uh, I can't remember what they decided on that. Uh, I can't and wrote, either, but you were everybody's going to want teams. Kentucky. Everybody's going to want Kentucky because they want the, they want the money for their program, and they want the prestige. And everybody can't have them. I uh, probably would do what we said. I'd put them in two eight-team divisions. Play everybody in your division. That's fourteen games home and home, and then play everybody in the other division once. That's twenty-two conference games there. That way you played, said, yeah. played everybody and, uh, and you know, that's probably the fairest way to do it. Um, you know, you course. got to decide, you have to decide between your, your eight on each school on each place. Well, Missouri, as most of you know, is, is in the East, uh, cause they didn't know where to put them. They just wanted to be sure they had them because they wanted the St. Louis and, and, uh, they wanted the St. Louis and Kansas city lookers. And they get that. They have a lot of lookers. And if you will notice, I said to minute ago that uh, Missouri's played well enough to get the top game against Georgia week from Saturday. So, well, they they have. Uh, I think CBS has two windows where they can play the primetime game at night. So it'll be a CBS primetime game. So um, 
so I think Alabama LSU pretty much hits that game every year uh, when this thing hits. Uh, every year that I remember, it's been. He would have thought that they would head to two thirty. So, all right, we'll take the break here. Well, I think they look at this night game on CBS as the primetime game. Um, really? CBS hmm. does, yeah. It's like they, but it's like they have it that way every week. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't. Yeah, I don't know uh, why they don't play them at night every week, but. Uh, but they do have two windows where they play at night during the season. All right, two-minute truck out of 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. It's local, out of town, out of state. Let the professionals handle it. Give them a call today. They'll take great care of you and your stuff. 205-247-5050. two-minute truck. Movers who care. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no wrecks, just a few slow spots. Rose Boulevard at McFarland, McFarland at 43, and Scotland at 69, and again at McFarland. If you see other conditions, give me a call. These are some super deals from Townsend Nissan. Two, four, six, eight, up to $10,000 off select Nissans. Go see them. They're your friends in the car business. And I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Tuesday morning. It's primary runoff election day in Alabama, House District 16. That's the seat vacated by Kyle South when he became the head of the Chamber of Commerce of West Alabama. 55-year-old Northport attorney Brian Brenyark will face 33-year-old Fayette County Commissioner Brad Cox. Only 15 votes separated the two in the September 26th primary. District 16 covers Fayette County, Northeast Tuscaloosa County, and West Jefferson County. The general election is set for January. Don Hart Tuscaloosa Media, Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather stays dry today. The sky mostly sunny. The high around 80. For tonight, fair with the low at 56. For tomorrow and Thursday, rain-free weather continues. A good supply of sunshine both days. Highs up in the low 80s between 80 and 83. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 61 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Follow the Crimson Tide on their journey to another national championship. Touchdown, Alabama! On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Pressure treated pine from Great Southern Wood. If it doesn't have a yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Built it last, only one choice. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. All right, we've got several phone calls holding. Uh, here we get right to those. I do want to announce Charles Bediaco uh, did make, um, he made the um, team. I guess he's on one of the two-way contracts, kind of like Jamario Davidson has, which he can play up to 50 games uh, with the Spurs uh, between there, and then he goes back and forth between the G League. Uh, Jamario Davidson does the same thing. I think these guys make half a million dollars uh, to do that. So pretty good deal there for uh, Charles Bediaco. All right, to the uh, Yellowwood Hotline, bring Tom into the show. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Barry. Good morning, Coach. How are y'all? Good. Okay. Um, Doing all right. The Michigan situation, uh, I think, based on what I read by Bruce Feldman, which I, I, I trust his uh, reporting, uh, he's a pretty good writer. And uh, 
he seems to think that this thing is uh, kind of ballooning into the point of uh, possibly costing Michigan, as you said, Coach, a, a spot in the playoffs. Yeah. And, uh, and and if it continues to grow, uh, it, it, it's going to be going to be a problem for Harbaugh. And uh, and and all the evidence points to uh, uh, something going on. Now, I, for me, you know, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal. But here's what was uh, Feldman's point, and I was going to bring it out, and you may already know this. But I wanted to bring it out and get your uh, take on it, uh, Barry and Coach. And uh, and this is what he said. He said the reason that the uh, NCAA is going after this so hard is because it's the appearance of someone having a competitive edge. What do you make of that? Oh, sure. I think that's I think that's the basis for that. It's it. it um, I had said on another show that I didn't think it was any big deal because I thought the guy had been to one game. But what this guy does is he stays in his office and he looks at the he looks at the sideline of the opponent and the way they hold their hands up when they hold the numbers up when they hold the cards up and he charts all that and then of course he goes to the games to get to get stuff and then he makes a he makes a list to give the defensive and offensive coordinators whoever it helps to tell them what's coming before it comes. And there's not any doubt that it's, that it's a competitive edge. Yeah, uh, you know, Tom, these guys get the uh, the the game copy. It, it shows you the game. Uh, you watch it on TV. Every once in a while they pan the sidelines. But if you go into a stadium, if you and I went in there and we f- if we took a, our, our cell phone and we filmed Alabama's sideline the entire time, uh, and so you don't get that camera angle. So if you film it the entire time, then you'll get tips off of what defense they're in, what they're doing offensively, and then you go back and stay. So you don't get those things. That That's why they don't let you go in person anymore. You have to do it all over film. So, yeah, there's definitely a clear advantage there. Yeah. When you're uh, Tom, Tom, that's the reason that, that's the reason that when you when the media and people go to watch Alabama-Auburn practice, that when they get down to the real stuff, the practice is closed. Right, right. Uh, that's, yeah. that's, the, that's a very good point I'm making there. Not because I made it, but that, that's true. It's, it's, uh, they, they close it out uh, because they, they have certain things that they're going to do defensively and offensively against this team. So, sure, it's in the Right. And I mean, it clearly, well, it clearly states you cannot go in person and scout. It's just like there's clearly – uh, certain recruiting times when you can go out. So it'd be like, hey, this is a dead period. Nobody can be out in Michigan's over in somebody's home recruiting. It's it's illegal. Uh, so you're completely breaking the rules there. I think it's a big problem for them. I do too. I, I but I didn't think so last week. This week I've changed my tune and uh, and and what you stated earlier this morning is kind of the way I'm I'm starting to lean too, but. Uh, I wanted to bring this up, too. Th- this fascinated me. I don't know if it does anybody else or not. But this guy is a uh, very experienced uh, officer in, in the field of uh, intelligence, uh, of gathering intelligence and analyzing and all this kind of stuff. You think, I think that's fascinating. Do y'all? I do. Yeah. 
I mean, I think the, it is. The Jim Harbaugh would think that deep, but to think that Jim Harbaugh knows nothing about this, come on. Come on. There's no well, yeah, the other factor. The, the other factor, too, is, is that uh, they don't want, they, they want him to do this. They don't want some bozo doing this. They want somebody that's had enough knowledge to look at look at other people right. and figure that's out what the, they're doing. That's the thing. Yeah, it they don't want they not, don't want a bozo. This guy's not a bozo. This guy knows it's right. no football, and, that, and that's, it, it, yeah, but it's go the, ahead. the angle the angle of being able to take film and associate it with signals coming from the sideline and and associating what kind of formation that signal makes them get in. You know what I'm saying? All that. It's not John Q. Fan analyzing this stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you changed your mind. Well, I didn't know. <laughs> I, I didn't have a mind because because uh, <laughs> last week, you know, I was harping on Harbaugh being the greatest coach about a couple of yahoos who don't know what they're talking about. But anyway, I'm not going down that road again and get fussed at. Well, you I know, uh, when, when you used to get scout in person, you'd go, you, you got to sit at press row. And I think you got to trying to write so much, so you would hear the coach call the play, so you know the name of the play. And then you're trying to draw the play. I got to the point where I just I listened to what he called, and I'd go back and watch the film to know what they played. But now, if you're not in there, then you know. Here's here, here's going to be a Michigan's refute against this with the NCAA. Well, heck, we get their film all the time, and we can look on the film yeah. and see what they're doing wrong. They, they're going to fight this. Uh, did, you see, did you see who and, they got for a lawyer? Yeah, I don't know, but uh, it, it, it's the same guy that uh, that Houston nut Mars guy. Mars. Yeah, him. Yeah, that got, guy right there. They got no def- like he's like ten and zero against the <laughs> NCAA. Well, they, that's 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 exactly what they're going to do. Uh, they're going to try. They're going to try to fight it now. Jim Harbor is going is going to uh, uh, plead uh, innocent. He he didn't know anything about it. And uh, well, yeah. NCAA is taking away that loophole. Whether you, that, that they say you should have known about it, and that's not a reason anymore. Well, so. I ain't saying it right. is. I'm just saying that's what he's going to do. Yeah, you can say that. Uh, but you uh, know, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. If you're going to cheat, be a better cheater than that. You're buying the tickets <laughs> in the guy's name who is a, a, yeah. a staff member of Michigan. You're a bad cheater, uh, Tom. Yeah. Well, situation. I mean, the NCAA. They should be chapped because they bought that. They did that going, they're stupid. They won't know the difference. And uh, they that should make them mad. But they, they got uh, – this is going to be interesting if, if the lawyer that – what's his name? Y'all called it. I can't remember. Mars. The yeah, problem Mars, Michigan's uh, got is these other Big Ten schools are – P- right, a P- they're PO'd, and they're pulling all those surveillance cameras because they film. Uh, they got surveillance cameras, and they can pull up right where that kit guy's seat sitting and show you everything he did. They got there, there, thir- there are thirteen more teams in the Big Ten. All of them will bust Michigan's butt. Yes, that's true. That's true, <laughs> and a lot of people believe that this started from another uh, school uh, yeah. with this uh, complaint. And yeah, which well. I, I would believe that in a hundred. Now, if you if right you now. get if you get uh, if you get involved in this, and there's ten schools that did it, then you got a real problem. So we don't know the answer you to sure that. Do. You sure do. With we don't know. We don't know on. the answer to that, Tom. No, no, uh, you're right. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna get out of the way. Thanks. Thank you. All right, uh, get back up to the. Uh, 
to the Yellowwood Hotline and bring Bryce in. Good morning, Bryce. Good morning, gentlemen. Well, good morning. it feels good to uh, be able to smoke a cigar at the Tennessee game. Um, I was busy if they get to call in. So uh, I thought the second half, if we play like that, would be hard to beat. we got to put a whole football game together to keep winning. Yeah. And as much as I want to root against Georgia, got to root for them because I think it's better for us if they're undefeated if we were to uh, get to the uh, championship game in Atlanta. Don't y'all guys think that? Yeah, but these teams are starting to knock, they're starting to knock each other off. So I'm starting to change my tune. I think if Alabama can run the table and knock off Georgia, I think they'll they'll eke in. I think they'll they'll get in. Yeah, but wouldn't it be better if they were undefeated? Nobody uh, else could beat them at number yeah, one. I mean, yeah, but, yeah, that would be better. But I don't. Think Alabama's not going. Alabama's not going to take another loss and get in. No. Oh, I know that. That's what I'm trying to explain. If we got. We got to both run the table and meet, and Georgia be still number one. And well, you have to win. understand, each game takes on its own personality, and you can't figure. Yeah, you can't tell. You can't figure because they beat Tennessee twenty-seven straight points. They're going to beat Georgia. Georgia's going. Georgia's well coached. This guy does a heck of a job. Well, I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to think about Georgia. The next one's LSU. Okay, we won't. You got playing one game at a time. Think about open the players are thinking that way. Huh? Think about open. Think about open. And getting healed up. That's right, Coach. But just Michigan thing, uh, uh, this is a serious thing. Uh, They may cost them a bunch of scholarships, and that's probably going to cost them getting him a final four. I mean, they're going to hammer them because Harbaugh and somebody off up there. Yeah. It's a shame that these kids uh, end up getting penalized for something that the adults did. Uh, That's disappointing if it happens. So thank you, Bryce. And you know what they need is. Hold on a second. All right, go ahead, buddy. Uh, give me five minutes to time, 20. Uh, but what I was going to say, guys, Harbaugh, what's really sad, he's going to vote to the NFL. And it's gonna, not going to affect him other than not playing in the final four. But these kids, it's probably going to affect them as long as they're there. Yeah. And they can transfer out, okay? Yeah, they will. Well, that's, that's the only thing good about that for them, yeah. them being able to transfer out. Yep. But uh, all right, guys. Uh, I appreciate y'all letting me talk, and all right. y'all have a good day. Thank you, Bryce. All right, back to the Yellowwood Hotline. Bring Philip in. Good morning, Philip. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. I was wondering. Uh, my thoughts on this Michigan thing uh, is: is this such a novel idea that Michigan is the one and only program that thought of this and is and is doing this? Well, to that extent, to that extent, it may be. I think when they investigate it, if the other teams have done it, then it throws a different light on it. But we don't know the answer to that. I would imagine, to this extent, Michigan's the only team that's done that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, their process was uh, not very clandestine. Uh, it, it, it was very sloppy to me. If he was just blatantly doing that on on Michigan's expense yeah, account, and yeah, that's the that point that, we're making. That's yeah. sloppy. Yeah. That, yeah, that's sloppy, and that's going to hurt Michigan's defense. I don't know if Michigan's got a credible defense at all now. They don't have to have one. They're going to outscore you. No, I'm not talking about that football defense. I'm no. in court of law defense. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, okay. I don't think they've got a. I don't, I don't think they've got a defense 
uh, on on uh, fighting this. Uh, with, uh, uh, well, Jim Jim's gonna say he didn't he didn't know about it, and uh, uh, mm. you know the athletic director's gonna say it's news to him, and and uh, the guy did it on his own, those kind of things. But it's not gonna get him out. It's not gonna get him out of the bind that they're in. I think the NCAA mm. is so tired of how all this NIL got off the rails that they're gonna. Yeah. They're gonna hammer people now yeah. on these other things. You have to remember, Philip, too. You have to remember. You have to remember this: the Baker guy is the new NCAA guy, and he wanted mm. to show you and everybody else what a good job he's going to do. And this is a very <laughs> unique situation. This is a very unique situation. And if he if mm. he does a good job with this, it means whew, well, we got us one now. We got us a guy who's really gonna make things happen. So I think it's big there. Yeah, uh, this is a silly question about this whole incident. Was this guy dumb enough to go to these away games and all these venues? Yeah, uh, and I'm being I'm being silly, but I'm also being serious. Do you think he had on Michigan garb? No, I don't know like that. No. Yeah. Okay. I, I was just wondering about that. And to Bryce, I will say, but it, but he did, USF, but he did use his name and his credit card. And I mean, if you're going to do that, he took he took that M and turned it around, and made it a W. If you're going to do that, buy yeah, it under, yeah. if you're going to do that, Coach Saban, have somebody buy it under somebody else's name. <laughs> Don't buy it under one of your staffers' names. <laughs> well, yeah, that's just incredible. I mean, that's dumb that's cheating. That's what he should have done. Yeah, he should have made that M into a W yeah. in Washington. Yeah, that's, that's terrific. Uh, I, I would like to say this to Bryce, too. Uh, one, one game that I think hurt Alabama way more than another game, I think Alabama's performance against USF hurt them way more than the loss to Texas. Well, you get you're getting writers. We had one yesterday that I wanted to write, and I don't need to do that. I need to take that, that made the most ridiculous statements about about Alabama, and I don't really. I'm I'm just trying to be down the straight down the line. I don't give a rat's rookie uh, making a statement about the, the he was going to get rid of part of the staff and um, this and that. And that you know you go into A and M and win with a new quarterback, and you and you beat Tennessee at your place. A hard game to play. You, you, you know, this guy and this staff has done an excellent job with that team. The, these people that, that listen and know, they don't realize what, what hard work these guys have done. I don't, I don't care about the cotton-picking pay. I'm telling you, they do a lot of work trying to figure out how to win a game, and they've done a good job with it. What was the writer saying? Oh, it was awful. You're going to need to pull him up because I, I wanted to pull him up. They had his picture on there. He, Said that Alabama need to. It, Nick was certainly fixing to retire because he couldn't get them going, and then that uh, oh. that uh, part of the he was going to let part of the staff go. Stup- most stupid oh, wow. statements I've ever heard. That's incredible. That's way Ryder. Right. Well, hey I, mean, I was going to ask Garbinsky oh, about it. He didn't show up. Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, y'all have a great day, man. Thank you, Philip. All right, uh, Michael uh, Southern Dad. He he tweets at us. Uh, he's got he's got a pretty good idea on these uh, basketball situations. Good, I'm glad Michael uh, Michael keeps up with it. He yeah, knows more so, about it. Uh, so Michael Southern, uh, he says uh, you play three teams home and home, so that gives you six games. Uh, you play the other twelve. Uh, well, that's that would be eleven because you couldn't play yourself, right? So, is that be right? If you play three teams, no, that's right. Play the remaining twelve teams one time, six home, six away. That's eighteen total. Reverse the home and away games in the second year. 
I like it. So you get three permanent, play those home and home. Uh, take the 12, you play six at home, six on the road. You flip it the next year. Uh, you've been to every venue and you play in 18 games. That allows you enough. Have your buy games, go to your tournaments uh, there. Michael may be on to something. What, what's the number? What's the total number? Of that? The total number, that would be 18 games total uh, right there. I think that's kind of what they play now as well. So three, they're playing 18 games now. They could go on, They have gone. Could have gone to 19 the way they're playing now. They could have played everybody in their division twice, everybody in the other division once. That'd be 19, but they, they voted that down. Yeah, I think Michael's saying no divisions. Get your three permanent opponents. So that's six games. Then take the other 12, play six at home, six on the road. Hey, hey Michael, thank you. That's, that's a good point. Yeah, I, I've, really I've been good. studying it all night. Really good. Really good. <laughs> that, I probably would. That might be better than what we were talking. All right, we'll take the break. Open the phone lines, 205-342-9904. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we've got a wreck on US 43 southbound at Mittlery Road. It's got traffic really backed up. It's in the turn lane headed toward County High. If you see other conditions, please give me a call, 205-886-8886. These are some super deals from Townsend Nissan, 2468, up to $10,000 off select Nissans. Go see them. They're your friends in the car business. And I'm Captain Ray. If you... Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room, right here on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Yellowwood Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. Going to build the fence, the deck, the pergola. You want to build it to last. Only one choice, Yellowwood. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer closest to you. As we looked at Auburn's schedule, uh, we'll talk a little Auburn here for a second. Uh, we felt like they'd start out 3-0. and And then we really, you know, if you look at it, at Texas A&M, Georgia at home, and at LSU, those were going to be three losses. Uh with the current and the, the Ole Miss game, you know, looking at the beginning of the season, you weren't quite sure. Uh, so that was kind of a toss game. They lost that one. So now they're three and four. But the, the schedule eases up a little bit from how important it is they got Mississippi State at home. That's winnable. At Vanderbilt, that's winnable. At Arkansas, that'll be tough, but winnable. New Mexico State, winnable. And then they got Alabama coming down there, which will be tough. Uh, they got to get the six wins to get to a bowl. I think they get there. Now, if they knock off Mississippi State, they can get Vanderbilt, they get New Mexico State. How important is it for Auburn uh, now to put all that behind them now and to try to pick off one win at a time, get to a bowl, get the recruiting back going? Uh, people are... A little bit down, but they were going to lose three of those games. The only game maybe that was a flip game was the Ole Miss game. Uh, can these these guys turn this thing around right now with the schedule loosening up for them a little bit? Sure. They can get six wins. Yeah. You know, I, I want to ask you this. We're afraid to say it because it may make people mad, and maybe I shouldn't say it. But when you look at bowls, can you go to a bowl that that depicts your program as bad? Not good. Yeah, 
if you go to the Birmingham Bowl or something. Thank you. But yeah. I think, I think you people did. just make fun of you. And it, well, it, I think it depicts your program a little bit, and I, I'm not knocking Birmingham. I just think because it's well, so you're close. Well, you're and then you go to Birmingham Bowl, I think it hurts you with in-state I recruiting. I, I do, too. I, that, I'm not anything wrong with Birmingham. For goodness sake, I've been here a long time. But it just in the minds of the, of the prospects, and listen, listen to me, in the minds of the coaches who go into the prospects' homes, to try to sell them on their school in a roundabout way, they knock that. And it varies 100% correct. It is that there can be bowls. Uh, it could be other bowls besides Birmingham that you would go to that uh, would be uncomfortable as far as the recruiting. The Birmingham Bowl would be big as far as players in the state. You, I'd, wear, I'd go in as, another, as a coach from another school. I'd wear them out about it. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, Noah. Something on the. Yes, we got we got an app message right. from from uh, Philip. Uh, he said, "I meant to tell you guys that the Tennessee game last week could be the last one we see at Denny Stadium for a while. We don't know yet what the future scheduling looks like. We do play at Knoxville next year, but after that, a big question mark." Yeah. Well, everything's going to change. I think you're going to lose a lot of rivalries across the country. Dad, did you see that? What's going on with with Spain Park and Thompson? I did. Um, so Spain Park, uh, they've got to they, move. They've got to move the family. They've got a defensive end named Jared Smith uh, at Spain Park, uh, and their seven A school. Jared is a uh, highly sought after uh, player. Uh, it's been rumors for several years that he's going to go to Thompson, and he said he wasn't. Blah blah blah. They they Thompson Jared Smith and Spain Park win on Friday night. I think they beat Hewitt Trustful, I believe. Uh, Jared text coach Saturday night because coach finally called the parents and he said, coach, we're not going any, I'm not going anywhere. I'm here to help us win a championship Good. on Sunday. Oh, <laughs> on Sunday, they packed up the truck and moved. They're moving, moving to Thompson's district. Now, once you make a bona fide move, you have two weeks and you're immediately eligible. So this guy's going to leave Spain Park, move into the Thompson District, and in two weeks he'll be eligible to play in the playoffs for Thompson. Now that is brutal, uh, right there. It's not right. <laughs> it's wrong. You could not. You should not be allowed to do that during your season. If you want to do that for the next season, okay. But during your season, you should not do that. Yeah, so he, they are making the bona fide move. The coach is going on to say, look, he's just, the coach from Spain Park is not saying he, they asked the guy at Thompson, he's like, look, I don't know anything about this. I didn't know anything about it. The coach from Spain Park is agreeing, saying, I don't think this was anything's done. We, we get plenty of exposure here. We play at the highest level. This kid's being recruited. Uh, I like his mama. I like the kid. I got nothing bad to say about it. He handled it perfect, uh, but there, but wow, that would be a tough pill to swallow if you lose. And this, oh. the, the coach goes on and says, if his work ethic uh, picks up, this guy's going to be a multimillionaire and playing football. He's 6'6", six, six, uh, I think like 260, 6'6", uh, two, six, six, 230. Uh, he's a twenty twenty five, so that makes him an 11th grader uh, there. So anyway... I just thought that was interesting. All right, uh, Bryce wanted to call back in. Let's see. He said he forgot something there. What's up, Bryce? 
Well, you didn't wear a cowboy out about the Washington shirt the other day. I heard. About the what? Called in. Did you forget? I told you I went to see him and had that Washington shirt on. Oh. When Washington was playing that, I last told you a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Let me oh. I forgot. And, uh, I forgot. Well, I know. I figured you did. But listen, one other thing, which is real positive. My uh, great nephew, the one I told you it was good in baseball at Spartan, he got invited to the Alabama baseball camp next month. Mm, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I just want to share it with, I forgot that too. But uh, yeah, but you, when Cowboy calls and write this down and have nowhere to remind you, you got to wear him out about that shirt, baby. Come on. All we right. don't get many opportunities like that. All but right, well. hey, thanks. I appreciate y'all letting me tell you that, and y'all have a good day. Thank you, Bryce. Um, anyway, there. I, whew, if I if I were coaching and I got one of my best players and he's leaving, going across town to another school right here with two games left in the season, he's going to be eligible to play in the playoffs. I I, I would hope that uh, I don't know if you're the coach at Thompson, would you play that kid? He comes over there and you got two games left and then you got him for the playoffs and he's, I mean, you going to put him in front of somebody else or play? What would you play? I don't know. I guess, I guess if he's eligible to play, you would, because that's how, that's how you got him over there. He, you know, he's, he's wanting to be looked at. I, I don't know if he's committed to a school, but he's wanting to be looked by everybody. He's wanting to be able to get a ring. He's wanting to be able to do these things. They've got great facilities over there. I think this sets the press. I think it, I think stuff like this, if he wants to transfer, fine for the next year. But to transfer this year and be eligible in two weeks is absolutely ridiculous. To make, you know, Alabama High School Athletic Association, I'll have enough whatever's to. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, this year, two in two weeks, he can play for a new team. <laughs> if anybody's out there and wants to move to the Northridge area, and you're really good, come on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll get you in there. All right, uh, we'll go ahead and take this uh, break here. Royal Cleaners, they want to make life easy for you. They'll come to you, pick up all the cleaning, get it cleaned up, and deliver it right back. They're out at, uh, if you want to drop off, I'm sorry, they're at University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, North Porter, 4851, Rice Mine Road. You got those beautiful golf shirts now that uh, everybody's wearing, those golf shirts uh, with the tide on there. They're $150 shirt, so you don't want to put those in the washer and dryer. Let the cleaners handle those, and Royal is your choice. Send everything there. you got plenty of time to get everything back for game day for the LSU game. 205-391-0034. Also, Alabama One. Go to www.alabamaone.org for all their different products and services. They'll take great, great care of you. If you're looking for a Mortgage, a home loan, or a car loan, I highly recommend Alabama One. Why? Because I've got all three, and they did an outstanding job for me. Let them do the same for you. You listen to Tide 100.9. Is he home of Alabama sports? Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we've got a wreck on US 43 southbound at Mitt-Blary Road. It's got traffic really backed up. It's in the turn lane headed toward County High. If you see other conditions, please give me a call, 205-886-8886. These are some super deals from Townsend Nissan. Two, four, six, eight, up to $10,000 off select Nissans. Go see them. They're your friends in the car business. And I'm Captain Ray. 
Catch Christian and Corey Miller every weekday here on Tide 100.9. Coming up Tuesday on the Miller's Edge, we'll continue to take a look at the Tide win over Tennessee. Plus, what will they do during the bye week? Will there be rest in their future? Oh, really hard coaching. We'll talk about it. Tune in 11 to noon to hear Christian and Corey Miller break down everything from college to the pros on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama sports. Hey, Chris. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather stays dry today. The sky mostly sunny. The high around 80. For tonight, fair with the low at 56. For tomorrow and Thursday, rain-free weather continues. A good supply of sunshine both days. Highs up in the low 80s between 80 and 83. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 61 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Yellowwood pressure treated pine from Great Southern if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it. You don't want to. We appreciate uh, Yellowwood being a great sponsor on Inside the Locker Room. All right, right to the Yellowwood hotline. Get Scott into the show. Good morning, Scott. Scott. Good morning. I apologize for last Friday. It was operator error on my side with his cell phone. Uh, So, anyway, uh, uh, we. I wanted to ask you about, uh, of course, the quarterback situation in Alabama is is continuing to be good. And, um, um, I'm sorry you couldn't be on, but uh, uh, this uh, – what do you do with the other two quarterbacks work-wise in case uh, – how much work do these, these two get? Where do, How do they know where they are? And will they go to the transfer portal? Will one of them go to the transfer portal uh, based on what Milrow's doing? Well, I think if Milrow continues to improve, and I, I have seen since we last last time we spoke, I have seen improvement in him. Uh, if he continues to improve, and of course, be back next year, I think you might see one or both of Buckner and Simpson maybe consider the transfer portal. Uh, the younger quarterback, Dylan Lonergan, who's obviously redshirted, I think there's time for him, obviously, like. Uh, some of the quarterbacks we've had in the last four or five years to wait his turn. So I think you got a point there that transfer portal might be a place for the guys that are backing up Milrow. Yeah. Barry, you have anything? Well, just, uh, you know, the progression with Milrow. You know, uh, Scott, when you have such a great defense, do you call the game a little bit different uh, offensively? Because you don't want to take – I wouldn't think you'd want to take a – ton of risk because your defense can almost win the game for you if you just don't make a ton of mistakes offensively so as a play caller uh how much does the does the defense that you have affect your your play calling well i think you got a good point there and i was telling the fan uh the other day this kind of reminds me in 1992 jay barker was a sophomore and really wasn't you know, uh, hadn't progressed a long way in throwing the football and handling a sophisticated offense, but that Alabama defense every week kept getting better and better, and we all know what happened at the end of that season. So there's some parallel uh, to the 92 season and this season with a kind of an inexperienced quarterback who's 
progressing week to week in, in a sophisticated passing system. But meanwhile, Kevin Steele's defense, as they did in the second half Saturday, just lights out. Yeah. Yep. Um, they're open now and getting ready to play uh, a good LSU team. And I know you're on the offensive side of the ball, but there's nobody that runs the football any better than LSU quarterback. He, no, does, as good a, he does as good a job as anybody. And I I know quarterbacks, the more they run, the more they get hurt. But uh, defensively, uh, it, it's going to be a little bit of a different kind of look for Alabama, I would imagine. Yeah, I think if LSU were, say, undefeated, I believe he would be the top candidate for the Heisman Trophy. But, you know, having two defeats, I think earlier defeat with what Florida State and then one with Ole Miss, it kind of put him out of it. But I, I agree with you. He is likely the most dangerous quarterback in the Southeastern Conference. You know, the flip side of that, it doesn't look like to me, Limp and Barry, that, that LSU has tackled anybody since early September. I don't know what's happened to their defense down there, so this thing might turn into a forty-two to forty deal. Yeah, they uh, they had their defensive line coach get sick, and uh, they brought in uh, Pete Jenkins for the last two games, who who used to who was supposed to be a piece eighty-two years old, a genius, came in and helped them some. They got a little bit better, but. Uh, and that's what they're saying. I don't think they're alibi in particular about it, but I do think him being the defensive line coach, not being not the defense coordinator, just the line coach, maybe maybe hurt him some. I don't know. Yeah, and, and but you look at their secondary. I'm, I'm gauging this by the old Miss game, yeah, which sure. I watched quite a bit of. Their yeah. secondary couldn't cover your kitchen floor. Yeah, and I don't think I don't. It doesn't look like to me anything has changed since then. So this might be a a game from Milrow to really uh, go after and his receivers to go after their secondary. Yeah. Well, Alabama's, uh, Alabama defensively has, has played, switching over, has played so well. I don't think people give them enough credit. Uh, even at, even in the period of time when they were getting their brain speed out with uh, in the first half of the Tennessee game, they, they played hard. You know, the, the, the thing that people don't understand, the other team's good, too. I mean, Tennessee yeah. didn't come in here with a bunch of dogs. They're good, too. Yeah. And people get, you know, they're jumping on, they're texting me about how bad this is and that is. And, and uh, I thought the Alabama team was playing their fannies off and things didn't go very well for them first half. Well, people don't realize that Josh Hoople, like Bill Walsh back when he was coaching the 49ers, is a yeah. master yeah. at, at uh, the first 20 plays. They script the first 20 or so plays and work on those all week in practice, and they come out and execute them very well, which they did. And then things settle down after that. Kevin, of course, sees what they're doing and adjusts. But uh, he's a master at that. But you yeah. saw after after the scripted plays kind of ran their course, things settled down. Yeah, he looked in the mirror a little bit on that deal and and, and tried to tried to put a Lane Kiffin, and I thought should have kicked it when he when he went for it. Oh, yeah, he made a couple of errors going for it and that sort of thing. Uh, but, you know, he's a master at scripting, but uh, Kevin Steele is also a master at adjusting. Yeah. Barry? Well, we got to get to this top hour break. Scott, do you want to hold and come back in the 8 o'clock hour, or do you need to get – we got to get to this top of the sure, hour I'll, break. I'll hold it. Okay. I'll hold for you. All right. All right. That'll be fine. All right. Uh, we want the Yellowwood pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want – we get back at the top of the hour break – 
We'll have more from Scott Hunter. You listen to Tide 100.9 SE Home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we've got a wreck on US 43 southbound at Mitt-Blary Road. It's got traffic really backed up. It's in the turn lane headed toward County High. If you see other conditions, please give me a call, 205-886-8886. These are some super deals from Townsend Nissan. Two, four, six, eight, up to $10,000 off select Nissans. Go see them. They're your friends in the car business. And I'm Captain Ray. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Eddie Garcia. In the NFL on Monday Night Football, the Vikings knock off the 49ers 22-17. Quarterback Kirk Cousins had 378 yards passing and two touchdowns, both to wide receiver Jordan Addison. For San Francisco, quarterback Brock Purdy had two fourth-quarter interceptions. He did have one touchdown pass that went to Christian McCaffrey, who did play with an oblique injury. McCaffrey had a rushing score as well. San Francisco has lost two in a row. They dropped to 5-2 and two on the season. Minnesota improves the 3-4. and four. Postseason baseball, Game 7, American championship series. Rangers roll over the Astros in Houston 11-3. Texas with three runs in the first inning, four more in the fourth. Odalis Garcia led him with two home runs and five RBI. Texas wins the series and advances to the World Series for the third time in franchise history. Game six of the NLCS saw the Diamondbacks beat the Phillies 5-4. Arizona starter Merrill Kelly and four relievers combined to hold Philadelphia to one run on six hits. A deciding game seven tonight in Philadelphia. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside Lucky Your Andrew Knipper. He's my Allstate insurance agent. Let Andrew become yours at the 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Northport. Give Andrew and his staff a call, 205-722-9201. They can run you the quote for the home, life, auto. They'll take great care of you. Andrew knows the area inside and out. He's a great Allstate agent. He handles all my business and does a great job for me. All right, we'll get back to Coach, I mean, to uh, Scott Hunter. Dad, I'll let you uh, ask. Uh, Scott, I, I know you complained. If you didn't, you're the only quarterback in America that didn't. Uh, are the route runners, there's some route runners, I don't know how to phrase this, are some route runners offensively, the wideouts a lot better than others? I know the, the the end result is to have the hands to catch the football. I, I got that figured out. But um, are the route runners, uh, seems like Alabama's had one really good route runner, others, and he's kind of a smart addict. But uh, <laughs> um, what about that? Well, you're talking about Burton, of course, and he is a good route runner. He comes out of his break, breaks exploding, which is what I look for a receiver. He doesn't slow down that coming out of the brakes. He actually explodes and picks up a step coming out of the break. Uh, but I, I saw the last three or four games when and when Milrow, of course, has been quarterbacking, the guys come out of their break and they're open for, say, a half a second or two or three yards, but the ball is not there. And in modern downfield passing, sophisticated passing systems, you've got to have the ball there before – 
or at the time the receiver comes out of the break, you know, to to wait to determine that he's open, it's just too late. And if you see a quarterback that a lot of his throws seem to be late or high or the receiver's having to wait on him or catch him behind him, that means the quarterback is not looking at a spot to put the ball in there where the receiver can come into it. He's throwing more to a man. And Milrose seems to uh, seems to be making a little progress there from time to time, but still has not got that down, if you will. Well, you know, when when Coach Bryant was coaching, you were, and I was there, you didn't make a tackle and stand up and beat on your chest. By God, you didn't do that. You didn't be, You didn't. You didn't hold your hands up to be darn sure that everybody in the fans, everybody in the stands, saw you when you scored a touchdown. You just didn't do that. And a little bit with Burton uh, when he was at Georgia. Uh, some people said they were glad to get rid of Not glad, but uh, he didn't act quite right. Uh, um, I don't know if he's going to be called to attention on the crap or not, but uh, you, you don't want to take away his toughness, but you also wouldn't, you don't, darn sure don't want him to get you a penalty. Well, um, the other teams that still to be played, you know, obviously LSU and Auburn, I don't think Chattanooga so much but they'll set up they'll set up a trap for him uh <laughs> their defensive secondary little guys will get up and start jawing at him okay. trying to draw him in exactly. he'll respond. yeah he'll get good point penalty. good that's a he'll good question i made a good point <laughs> go ahead yeah and so they'll they'll set a trap drawing into that and it's all planned and schemed so if he falls for that and they get a he gets a 15-yard penalty against lsu or auburn yeah. That you'll know you heard it right yeah. here. You and I. Yeah, Barry's gonna be looking for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh talk about Milro, I think maybe you 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 tell me. Does he stand in the pocket too long sometimes? But he also man, how difficult is it? I've never played quarterback, especially at this level, when you know you're about to take a shot but still deliver the ball. He 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 seems to to stand in there. He's got a guy coming at him, he'll take a shot. Uh, but still deliver the pass and 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 throw a good deep ball. Uh, how how tough is that, uh, Scott? Well, if you're worried about taking a shot or what's happening or immediately around you, you're at the wrong position. You yeah. need to go play something else. Uh, you got to be your your mind has to be fifteen to twenty, twenty five, thirty yards downfield, reading the coverage and getting getting your mind set to get the ball out of your hand downfield. And what happens? Around you, you can feel that, but it's nothing that you have to. You better be concerned about so much. Um, and I think that a lot of fans don't know that you know quarterbacks' minds are downfield fifteen or twenty yards. They're not a, right around them four or five yards. Yeah. Uh, last year's quarterback at Alabama was zipping five, and, and I know he's down, he's lower than a mole, and the fans I'm sure are all over him. Uh, you want to blame it on the coaches. You want to blame it on whatever uh, the offensive line, but um, Charlotte's not—they're just not very good. Is—is is this going to be a? It's already been a tough year for him. Um, how do you? What do you do to over, try to overcome that? Is I have always felt that quarterbacks in the NFL were better if they were tall, <laughs> and I and I don't know that that any problem with him, but. It's it's a real struggle. That's, that's the last question we'll ask you, but I wanted to ask you that. 
Well, I, you're, if I were recruiting Wimp, I'm sorry, I would have missed on Tua Tagliabola and maybe right <laughs> yeah, down. Somebody me too. Had, somebody right. would have had to convince me to offer them a scholarship because I'm like you. <laughs> I, I started 6-2 yeah. for a quarterback to go yeah. up from there. So, yeah. you know, give Nick credit and his offensive uh, coordinators and, and quarterback coach. And so give them credit for going out there and finding a Tua and finding a Bryce Young and yeah. and giving scholarships. So yeah. yeah, but I'm with you on 6-2 or more. Yeah, okay. Well, I appreciate you being on. Barry, have anything no, else? I'm good. Scott, thank you so much for being on. and uh, We'll get you again to record time next time. You bet. You bet. I won't make an operator error next time. <laughs> Thanks, no problem. Scott. Thank you. All right. Uh, yeah, I didn't know when we had Scott on there. I, uh, I, did, no, I, I didn't, didn't know it was. I didn't know it was going to be Well, Scott, Noah didn't know. Noah no. doesn't. Who knows who Scott is? <laughs> yeah, so, anyway, Scott was supposed to have been on with he was, us. It was good. It was yeah. good. But I don't know this last week or whatever. So he, uh, I guess he just said, well, you know, I'll just call in, be a caller. So it worked Good. out perfect. All right. Uh, we'll take the break. We'll get Tom Hardy and Wayne's Pest Control serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. That's good, folks, at Wayne's. Make sure your home is protected from those unwanted pests this fall. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They also can keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. 866-WAYNES-1 and get $60 off your initial pest control service. Let's tied to 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. This season of Alabama football brought to you by Pearl River Resort, Choctaw, Mississippi. Your destination for casino thrills, family fun, and live entertainment. University of Alabama. This is Crimson Tide today. It's a daily update on Bama Sports and it's brought to you by Everwood, the official treated lumber of Alabama athletics. Everwood, wood treated right. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Here's more from Crimson Tide head coach Nick Saban following Alabama's win against Tennessee on Saturday. You know, we got more business to take care of in the future, but uh, for right now, everybody should enjoy this. It's a, it's a great win for us. We had a great atmosphere in the stadium. Our fans were fantastic. They had a huge impact on the game in terms of the penalties at the end of the game and not allowing them to score. Um, so I just can't tell you how pleased and proud I am with everybody in the organization uh, who puts a lot into it uh, so that we can you know, have games like this, have atmospheres like this, uh, and have the opportunity to compete like this for our players. So uh, really, really proud of our team. And it was a great team win. I mean, you know, 27 to nothing in the second half was um, pretty good offense and uh, really good defense. I'll have more in a moment. Producing championship-quality lumber is not an easy process, but at Everwood Preserving, it's our only process. Wood treated right. Everwood offers top-notch pressure-treated wood for decks, outdoor structures, commercial jobs, and more that you can build your reputation on. When it comes to quality, we're on the winning team. Visit your local Everwood dealer today and discover the difference for yourself. Everwood Preserving Incorporated, the official lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide. If you missed last night's edition of Crimson Tide Rewind, presented by the Alabama Department of Public Health, you can catch it on demand on the Alabama Insider Podcast, available on the Varsity Network app and wherever you download your podcast. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Everwood. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. You- 
Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather stays dry today. The sky mostly sunny. The high around 80. For tonight, fair with the low at 56. For tomorrow and Thursday, rain-free weather continues. A good supply of sunshine both days. Highs up in the low 80s between 80 and 83. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 61 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the locker room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. I will get right up to the Alabama One Hotline. He's with ESPN. Uh, SEC Network uh, calls baseball, football, basketball, so he uh, knows it all. SEC Tom Hart. Good morning, Tom. How are you? Hey, Tom. Barry, you left out Tiddlywinks. Tiddlywinks, bowling, whatever. What do you want to call? You do a good job. I'm going to tell you that you do a terrific job on baseball and basketball and all of it. I, I you're one, you're my favorite. You um, said the other day that Tom was getting on your nerves. You're watching. I never said that in my life. Shut the, don't start that crap. Uh, Tom, I know you had a I know you had a bad game, and uh, and I want to ask you this. Even though with that bad game, uh, the quarterback at LSU against Alabama Saturday week is a booger bear, isn't he? He's he's, he's oh, very he's, good. It's it studying him before the game, and I know that game doesn't mean anything with who they played, but. Uh, he's terrific. He is terrific. A uh, bugger bear would be a perfect description of him. He's he's almost impossible to stop because he's so dynamic as a runner, and he is more than efficient as a passer. You know, you know like usually, you go, oh, that's the guy's a running quarterback, and he can't throw with a lick. Well, not only can he throw, um, but he can throw the deep ball, and he had a play. Saturday night against Army. And you can go, oh, that was just Army. But he's done this against everybody. He did it against Missouri. where, And that was a good win for them, by the way. Yeah. Where he gets pressured in the pocket, and he escapes to his right, and they think they have an angle on him. And next thing you know, he's got two steps on that defensive end or that corner, whoever's chasing him. And the safety comes up try and make a play, and as soon as that safety takes one step, the wide receiver is right by him, and boom, the ball goes over his head, and it's a 70-yard touchdown. Yeah, And that is just, you know, is really hard to defend. Yeah. He, he He's hard to keep in the pocket, and when he leaves the pocket, you've got real trouble. Yeah. Are they uh, are they tackling any better? Well, yeah, and they, they changed what they were doing defensively. They changed the structure of it. They're trying to help, uh, you know, Perkins, who had such a great end of the season last year, but is probably a man without a position in terms of his size and whatnot. Um, so all that is fine. However, they just don't – their secondary has been riddled with injuries and other issues. And even though they're better, better tackling at the linebacker position and they changed the structure, it doesn't change the fact that that is not your typical LSU defensive backfield. Um, okay. They had two corners out again on Saturday, one of whom I don't think is going to return. The transfer from Syracuse doesn't look like it. And um, they're asking guys to grow up in a hurry and some other guys that, you know, probably shouldn't be on the field in a starting uh, position 
for LSU or being asked to, to do just that. So th- that is, without a doubt, their weak link. Okay, Barry. Uh, we're talking with uh, Tom Hart. Tom, you know, when you coach a team, uh, when you have really, really good kids, uh, it makes it a lot of fun. And uh, as I watch Coach Saban, and I, I think sometimes you take winning for granted. You'd beat Tennessee so many times, and I think Coach Saban finally saw the other side of not beating them. He really seemed to enjoy that win on uh, on Saturday. But I think he's really – enjoying this team he's got a true freshman uh left tackle that's uh giving him gray hair uh but he's the best he's got he's working with i think he's taking more pride in trying to figure out a way for this team to win each week uh i think he's really enjoying it are you seeing the same thing barry we're on the same page um i don't know by the way the most outrageous stat in sec history is let me find this the number is one, two, three, four, five. Number is five. You know what that number represents that's so outrageous in re- relation to Saban? What is it? It's the number of times he's been named coach of the year. Yeah. I mean, you could give him that every year almost. But uh, my point being, I don't know that he's done a better coaching job with any of his teams. He's had better teams. He's had more talented teams. He had had teams, as we all know, that have been more dominant. Um, but this, this is a different roster in a lot of different ways, starting at the quarterback position. Um, and so he's had to he's had to motivate these guys and find the right buttons to push. And I, I thought the second half against Tennessee, uh, and really starting with his halftime message, um, but emblematic of just how good a coaching job this, this, this has been this year. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're, you know, talk about the West all the time because of, of our audience. Sure. But... Um, Florida has, has been a little bit of a downer in playing Georgia now. Um, 14 and a half point favorite, uh, Georgia is. Uh, can Florida make a dent? Can Florida make a dent in that game and do anything at all? Um, I think they can just from the unpredictability of that game over the years. And that's usually not a two touchdown game. I know. Um, you know, you could argue that they're, from the talent perspective, they're usually more evenly matched. Um, but, yeah, I, I think so. The Mertz kid at quarterback is playing much better than I think people even expected and um, much more athletic, I think, than people expected. They judged the book by its cover, and they said, well, okay, that guy's going to be just a straight drop-back guy. He's got to be able to make plays for them to have success against Georgia. And, um, I, listen, Georgia's beatable. I mean, they've got four really tough games uh, remaining on their schedule, right? They've got Ole Miss comes to Athens, Missouri comes to Athens. They got Florida in Jacksonville. Am I missing one more? Is that maybe it's only three? Um, Florida State. They got Ole Miss. Oh, Florida State. Don't, don't they have Ole Miss? No, no, no. Not Florida. Yeah, they have Ole Miss. The Ole yeah. Miss, Florida, Missouri. Oh, Florida. Can, can, no, they already beat Kentucky. Anyway, well, they're going to get a run from somebody in one of those three games. I mean, yeah. they're just not a pull-away team, especially without Brock Bowers. You know, Bowers is a difference maker and a go-to guy. I'll put it in basketball parlance uh, for everybody out there. When you need a bucket, you yeah. go to your best player. And you know he can beat the other guy no matter who they put on him. Right. That's who Brock Bowers was. Yeah. Um, now, he's out for at least four weeks. Um, mm. And I don't, I don't know if they have that guy. And I don't know that they have a, as dynamic a running game as they've had in the past. Um, 
And I don't know that that quarterback is reliable enough to have big. He has had big games and he's shown flashes, but can he do that in all three of those big games? Because I, I think that, especially with the Ole Miss and Missouri games, there's going to be a lot of points put on the board in those. Yeah, this, go ahead, Barry. The intriguing game to me, uh, you know, Alabama has to deal with this all the time. Everybody, you're everybody's big game, but Tennessee comes in here, a disappointing loss, losing a twenty to seven uh, halftime lead, losing. Uh, now they got to go to Kentucky. Now this when coaching really kicks in. You got to have your team ready to play after being disappointed. And Kentucky is good, but not the marquee name there. How difficult is it for Josh Hype and his staff to have this team ready to play uh, at 6 o'clock in Lexington, Kentucky on, on Saturday night? Well, I think when I look at that game, my biggest question, Mark, is is not Tennessee as much as it is Kentucky. Okay. Uh, and the reason why is they have had two really bad losses the last two times out. Um, you know, they did not compete in – that Georgia game. They got run out of the building early. Um, I hate to say, you know, players quit, and, and I'm not accusing them of that, but yeah. if you were to look at a tape and say, well, they didn't play four quarters, I think that one would uh, yeah. that one would be the one you would show. <clears throat> and then against Missouri, they at home answered a key win. They, they just made – they had hundred. They had more penalty yards in that game than passing them. And every penalty, it seemed – was a costly one. Personal foul penalty, a late hit penalty, you know, roughing the quarterback, first down, first down, first down, in, in every one of those situations. They are lost offensively for a couple different reasons. Um, but the fixable reason, in my opinion, is um, they're too complicated for what that quarterback is comfortable with. I'm not saying he can't handle it or he's not smart, but he's just – obviously not comfortable with everything that they ask him to do. And they are the slowest team in terms of tempo in college football. So what does that mean? Well, it's like playing, once again, let's talk basketball. It's like playing Virginia, right? If you're going to play slow, that means every possession matters more than a team that plays fast. And so you've got to be highly efficient. And when Virginia won a national championship in basketball, they had those guards that were happy to have the ball in their hand with two seconds on the shot clock. Um, they were happy to run the clock down, and they were still going to get a good shot. And they didn't turn the ball over, and they valued every possession. Kentucky's not there. And um, they've, they've had a bye week, and I'm really curious to see, you know, are they willing to pick up the tempo or simplify what they do offensively to make him more comfortable and try to find more production? Because if they don't, um, they'll get their doors blown out by Tennessee and they'll have no chance against Alabama. But if they do, I think talent wise, they can absolutely beat both of those teams that are still left on their schedule. Uh, Dad and I spent a lot of time on this uh, in the first hour. I think Michigan's got a real problem uh, with this situation. It's completely illegal. They And you know these Big Ten teams are going to pull off the cameras. Uh, could this keep them out of the Final Four. Can the NCAA act that fast to get the investigation done? It wouldn't be that hard to do the investigation there. This guy's a staffer buying tickets on both sides of the field and filming. Uh, if all this is true, Tom, will Michigan be in the Final Four if they, even if they're eligible to do it? Well, I, I think... They're not eligible, I mean. Yeah, I, I think two things about that from a timing standpoint. If the NCAA moves at a snail's pace with everything. Um, and a lot of times... 
in scenarios like this, it has been historically the conference's opportunity to, to uh, you know, be judge and jury. The, my question is, this obviously goes back years, um, but how much of it was this year? And what proof do they have that it was yeah. this season? Um, you know, that wasn't necessarily <laughs> schedule that they played the first four non-conference games. I mean, that's the point. I'm, I'm not saying the kid didn't do it mm-hmm. then, but certainly wasn't necessary. So that would be my first question. Would the NCAA move at a quick enough pace to get it done this year? And how much of it occurred this year versus years past? Uh, if you're looking at a long-term impact, um, this is especially going back to the recruiting things that he was doing during COVID, this is absolutely the kind of thing that would get Jim Harbaugh out of Ann Arbor and onto the NFL and maybe maybe take a job that he was less than enthused about because he's, he's had one foot out the door in previous seasons. Uh, Go ahead, I'm sorry. I, yeah, um, I mean, they had bought tickets for the Ohio State-Penn State game, obviously, and then they didn't show up. So, obviously, they were going to do it this year uh, until <laughs> yeah. they got caught. I don't know, uh, Tom. I don't think they well, – I was. how would you let them in and they win the national championship? Then you got to take the trophy from them. Just, just think, Barry, if you had known that, you could have gotten those tickets and scalped them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I don't know. That you... and, they're, and they're dumb cheaters. Like, you're going to buy the tickets in your staffer's name? If you're going to cheat, yeah. they got to be better than that, Tom. Well, you're going down a road that I think you you both know about. Like, there is um, – there's honor among thieves. Like there is a gray area when it comes to rules that are that are bent versus broken when it comes to college sports and with with coaches. And many are willing to look the other way because it might be something that they would do. What really peeves coaches is when somebody goes so far that they go, I can't believe they had the audacity to try and pull that off and think that they we were going to get caught like we do something stupid that's what makes the other coaches mad and there's no question in my mind that none of this um hits a lot of day without other coaches um and other staffs looking into it and saying we know they got our signs why why, why are they so good at it what are they doing differently because everybody steals signs in game yeah everybody does it from the press box this is uh it's blatant, and the level of ignorance on the Michigan fans um, and arrogance is, is also mind-numbing, in my opinion. Yeah. No. Um, two questions. One is, will the controversy at A&M, is it affecting them? They're playing at home um, in a big game. Is it affecting their play? Um, will it affect their play? Is it affecting their play? They're up and down so much. Yeah. Uh, that's the first question. The second question is, I think the quarterback at Missouri is darn good. <laughs> yeah, he's really good. I, he, I'm glad you brought Brady Cook up. He's really good, and he had a, a bad season last year. And after the fact, word got out, well, he was had a bad shoulder and he was hurt. And I think a lot of people kind of scoffed at that and said, well, really? <laughs> Maybe he's not very good. So I'm really happy for him that it, it, it's evident that that injury was really what held him back last year, and it's been a, a great improvement um, in that regard. As far as A&M is concerned, you know, that's a that's a seven-win team. If they if they pull off an upset, maybe beat LSU at the end of the season, can be an eight-win team. And I'm paying the guy $10.9 million for eight wins. Uh, that's, the, yeah. that's the bottom line with that. Now, they're going to, mark my word, 
Saturday against South Carolina, they're going to look like world beaters because yeah. South Carolina has been through ten has had ten different offensive linemen hurt. They're playing a right tackle right now who is not SEC caliber, and A and M strength is on the defensive line. Yeah, Missouri sacked six too. times. Yeah, <laughs> Missouri sacked six times. Went and four of those sacks came on third down. Yeah. And um, South Carolina's third down numbers were. I'm afraid the line's going to change. It's my bad. problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, jump on it fast. It's at 14. Jump on it fast. Yeah. Barry. Yeah, I don't know. South Carolina. Mm. They're strong. T- I would hate to bet on Texas A&M, though. Texas A&M? Is there any way that they <laughs> pony up, Tom, and. Tell Jimbo thanks for trying, but let's bring somebody else in. Because no. the buyout's no. not going down much. He, I mean, you. <laughs> they ain't on, going no. They ain't got anybody to hire. Oh, they got somebody. Yeah. Uh, any, Duke. They go to Duke. Any chance, Tom? They yeah, just they pay, go to Duke. Pay that number. Well, you guys know how these things work. It, it, it seems outrageous and inconceivable. You know, Gus, Gus had the previous bias buyout, I think it was 22. And it seems inconceivable until it happens, right? And there's certainly plenty of people that have a lot invested both financially and emotionally in Texas A&M football. So my answer is nothing would surprise me. Um, There is not a home run hire waiting to be made, seemingly. Um, But Mike Elko, who was the defensive coordinator there and is working wonders at Boy, that guy can coach. And we know he can recruit. And... um, I mean, he would be, you know, he would be on the list. But, you know, what was so attractive about Jimbo when they got him was that he had a national championship in his pocket. He well, Barry doesn't like him. Yeah, because he talks fast. <laughs> he no, doesn't I, talk fast. Well, he, he, he can be an auctioneer. He tells you nothing. <laughs> like at the media, nothing. He tells you nothing. nothing. <laughs> and, I mean, well, I don't know. I think maybe that's by design, right? Yeah, but I don't have to <laughs> yeah. like it. <laughs> So I don't no, know. you don't have to like it. Yeah. Oh, no one's going to. Who you got this week? If you don't want it. Who you got this um, week? This week we got Ole Miss and Vanderbilt. Okay. And um, you know, twenty-five and a half points. What's the number? Twenty-five and a half. Twenty-five and a half. Um, the average that that those people know their stuff, right? I mean, the average margin of victory for Ole Miss against Vandy the last handful of years is like twenty-four point nine. So. <laughs> <laughs> they are right on top of it. Um, they are. You know, two years ago there, when Matt Corral was there, Vanderbilt really gave him a game, and they're in it in the fourth quarter. Ole Miss got a, an interception late with Vandy driving. Um, I, and I think, I, I, you know, you know what happens. The teams are on a tear, and they're playing really well. And and sometimes they look at a game like Vandy as a breather, and next thing you know, you look up, it's halftime, and you're down seven. You go, oh you know. You better figure something out. So, yeah. um, I got a lot of respect for what what that Vandy coach does and where they are. Clark Lee does a great job. So, I I don't know about that one. Yeah, go by Gene Stallings. He says if you don't think it's a big game, try losing it. Uh, ask, don't spend it. Yeah. Ask, ask North Carolina if that Virginia game was yeah. a big game. Uh, they, exactly. Yeah. So. And don't spend all your time this weekend at the Grove. Go to the game. What, are you talking to me or the fans? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Talk, don't go to the Grove when you get over there. Now, I, no, I, no, I, before you go, I want to know, <laughs> when you guys go, how is your sit-down with Lane Kiffin when you go in there? 
Oh, it's a great question. And and I, and I, when my friends ask about coaches, uh, Lane is one of the guys that I start with because he is um, in person. He is much different than his online persona and his on-field persona, right? I mean, sure. this guy is as brash as it gets on the field and in game. And, and that comes from the confidence that he has as an offensive mind. I mean, he loves drawing up plays and he loves when it works, uh, you know, and he, he should be excited about that. But in person, he's, but by the way, he's very smart. He's very witty. Um, but he's also very low key and kind of a soft talker and very, you know, he shares a lot. He is, he is an open book. Um, but he's, he's certainly not the same personality one-on-one that, um, that you see on game day or you see on Twitter. No, he's trying to fake you. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've met with him enough over those since, even before he was at Alabama. I don't know if it's if it's fake, but I, my guess is he probably is able to turn that switch when it comes to recruiting and uh, and be a little bit more charming. But no, he, I, I tell you what, we've gotten more information from him over the years in terms of honesty and not just his own team, but the state of college football than any coach I've met with. Well, uh, Nick would be second. Does his does his girlfriend? Ooh. Can she get in a bar? Uh, She's in she, the Grove. Is, is she old enough to get in a bar? He uh, got her in the uh, Grove. This, or does she need a fake ID? Well, we are not we are not social friends. I've never been out to dinner with Lane, so I can't answer that question. Oh, okay, she's young. All right, uh, young. Yeah, really. Oh, she young. Yeah, I reckon. Well, Tom. We appreciate you. How was the y'all been y'all been stalking his Facebook page? No, I mean, he, he puts it out there. Uh, yeah. So, did you go to Starbucks this morning? I went to Starbucks. I brought my Here's Starbucks right out onto the golf course. Why? On the golf course. Day. Nice. You're playing golf uh, today. You, you never drink coffee on the golf course? Yeah. 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 Chill, chilly this morning. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm on number eight right now. And oh, are you really? Oh, wow. You're yeah. really good. Is it right by your house? Right by my house. Yeah. This yeah. is multitasking at its finest, fellas. Nice. Oh, congratulations. This is why AirPods were invented. There you yeah. go. Thank congratulations. you, Tom. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, All right, Tom. fellas. Appreciate Great catching up. Be good. See you. Thank All you. right, let's talk about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Well, we are at this hour every day. We had a good show today again, I think. And, uh, we did. Prince Glover and Hayes has uh, afforded us the opportunity to be on the show. Uh, I visited with Bob yesterday, and uh, he's fine, hanging in there. And um, Prince Clover and Hayes will represent you if you have an accident, if it's an unwanted accident, if it's at, on the in the neighborhood, if it's kin folks, hope not, but uh, on the highways, uh, whatever it might be, uh, they'll represent you in the right way. And when I say that they know the law and the changes in the law, the darn laws change all the time. And you've got to be up to date on everything that, that's going on. And these folks are. And they have been the key word successful. Three four five one two three four. Prince Glover and Hayes located in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. PrinceLaw.net is the website. No, and if they don't win, you don't pay. You listen to Tide one hundred point nine is the home of Alabama Sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers.
Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck reported 2059 westbound. It's at the Brookwood Rest Area. That's mile marker 84. Lane closures. You can expect serious delays. If you see other conditions, just give me a call. These are some super deals from Towns and Nissan. Two, four, six, eight, up to $10,000 off select Nissans. Go see them. They're your friends in the car business. And I'm Captain Ray. Join Tide 100. Catch every game and every moment right here. This is your home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Barry. Yes. Do you think that Travis... Kelsey has looked at Taylor Swift's bank account to see how much he loves her. No. I mean, he's making, I mean, he's got a $50 million contract. I knew you were going to say that. He don't need her money. I mean, I know what I thought about. Do you think that she knows the cameras are on her and she's hamming it up, dancing, teaching Patrick Mahomes' wife dances and silly stuff like that. Well, and she she and she acts like she knows what a touchdown is. She don't have any idea what a touchdown is. Yeah, and they would they would totally confuse her if they had a safety. Mm. <laughs> she would know whether rude or not because she don't know what a safety is. Hmm. You think she likes attention? Oh my heavens! They ain't mauled. Jenny gets mad not because she doesn't like her. She said, "But I want to go to one of her concerts." She's had more. She's had more knives on her, fixing her figure. What do you mean? Than, uh, oh, oh yeah. my heavens! They ain't mauled. Uh, you didn't figure that out. I mean, it ain't come, like she's come got in, come in world. Uh, no, uh, it ain't like she's got some knockout figure. No, um, but she, but what little figure she's got up front, she's she's had to have had to to fix. I mean, her legs are her legs. They ain't very pretty to start with, but she's uh, she's got a pretty face. <laughs> she's pretty face. Hey, they're showing her right now on the ESPN. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, but she makes a lot of money. Uh, does she make a lot of money? Yeah. She can't get it to the bank. She, she went the other night, and she she told the proprietor. She said, "Have have all these people leave if you don't mind. I'll pay their I'll pay their bill." Hmm. Yeah. So she'd have the restaurant by herself with him. Well, and then they brought some of the chief players and stuff there. So <laughs> I knew I knew you'd ruin the story. Uh, <laughs> but I will tell you what, Travis Kelsey and his brother have a good podcast. It's good. Uh, Travis Kelsey is a good player. His brother's a good player. Really good. Yeah. Uh, he's humble. Quarterback, uh, the quarterback likes him, too. Holmes. Uh, yeah. He's, uh, well, I'm saying, but, uh, you know, he's the center for the Eagles, his brothers. Uh, so Jalen Hurts likes him as well. Oh, she can, I bet you that she can line him up then with somebody, a movie star. He's married. No, he's married. Oh, he is? Yeah, they got little girls. And okay. uh, <laughs> Travis Kelsey's won't know how long they would let him him stay with the girls alone i think she said maybe one hour uh, would be the max uh, that she would let him stay with the girls all right we want to thank tuscaloosa toyota go to tuscaloosa toyota.com uh when you go to the website you look at the new inventory on the website and the pre-owned inventory you can schedule a service but here's a great deal for you you can buy three tires right now noah and you can get the th- fourth tire 
for a dollar. Uh, so buy three, get the fourth one for a dollar. Whether you even need tires, it's a great time to buy them, put them up and use them uh, when you need them. So go down to Skyland Boulevard, see Justin, uh, see David DeSantis. We appreciate those guys being a great sponsor on Inside the Locker Room. We'll talk to Justin tomorrow about all the deals going on out at Tuscaloosa Toyota. People know that we have a radio show, right, Noah? And people that know it, they text you all the time. Do they want you to text them back like during the show? Or do they want you to wait till the show's over? They know how busy we are around here is texting, uh, Noah. It's I, I disrespectful. Are they fussing about People stuff as usual? Huh? Are they fussing about stuff? No, not fussing, just uh, asking questions and won't know this and that. And um, anyway, so, but I've got like five people texting me right now for some reason. So, uh, anyway. Yes, Noah. Yeah, p- people will text Gary during the show and, and send him stuff. But Gary cannot multitask like us, so Gary gets frustrated, flustered. All right, uh, we're going to take this last break. We'll open up the phone lines, 205-342-9904. We had Scott Hunter on. We didn't know we were going to have Scott Hunter on, but we had Scott Hunter on, and we just finished up with Tom Hart. We think Michigan is in trouble, uh, big-time trouble. And I don't think you can let – I think it's like with that Cam Newton situation. They had because Auburn was going to be playing for something. They had to get a ruling in there pretty fast. Uh, I think the NCAA has to as well. They're not going to let this linger on. Then Michigan gets in the Final Four, wins the national championship. No, Mr. Got, Baker will handle it. Then they got to take the trophy from them. They're not going to do that. They're going to no. kick them out beforehand. So anyway, you listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck reported 2059 westbound. It's at the Brookwood Rest Area. That's mile marker 84. Lane closures. You can expect serious delays. If you see other conditions, just give me a call. These are some super deals from Towns and Nissan. Two, four, six, eight, up to $10,000 off select Nissans. Go see them. They're your friends in the car business. And I'm Captain Ray. Weekday mornings at 6 a.m. The Martin Houston Show. Join us tomorrow for a wild card Wednesday as we look inside the playbook. We'll also talk about we want to see more of what from Alabama as they prepare for LSU. Also, we'll have the Harvest Church Christian Moment of the Week with Scotty Hollins. We'll have those conversations and more on a wild card Wednesday on the Martin Houston Show, powered by Max Sports. Catch the Martin Houston Show from 6 to 7 weekday mornings on Tide 100.9.